was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him all his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, with milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch, 88. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counterparts how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position. I'll corner my layer while we out here. Say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the free sky's the limit.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Become my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. The hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hands. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. My niggas flirt. I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh. i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Man. man. What is going on, guys? What is going on, man? Uh, let's hop right into the intro, man. Thank you guys for all showing up, as uh, as always, man. Thank you guys for showing up, man. Let's hop right into the intro so we can talk about these stories, man. We got a, we got a decent amount of stories today here for you guys, man. We also have the WrestleMania 39 predictions, man. Are you guys feeling excited for WrestleMania this year, man? I'm pretty excited, man. Usually these are usually usually every pay-per-view weekend is fun, but uh WrestleMania is always always a little different, man. And and this year it's even more different because this year doesn't seem like a fucking dread. Or maybe it will be depending on what happens, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what what the fuck transpires on Saturday uh, and Sunday, but uh, until then, man, uh, at face value, I- I'm very excited for WrestleMania, man. This is uh, this is triple, this is Triple H's first or Triple X's first, and um, I- I'm excited for him, man. I'm excited for him, um, and I hope, I hope they uh, they let him go through with his ideas. So, but that we'll just have to wait, wait and see for man, which. On one hand, I'm a little nervous because you always get nervous with WWE pay-per-views. Um, the big ones, you know, the ones you care about. Um, you know, you you, you always uh, you always get nervous for them, man, especially when there's a lot of decisions that can make this WrestleMania one of the one of the fucking greatest ones. And then there's a lot of the other decisions that can make this that can throw this WrestleMania into the WrestleMania 34 bin. So there's that. 
there's that, man. Um, but yes, like I was saying, man, let's hop right into the intro, man. What is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. This is episode 155. We are in about a week or so, um, coming up on three years doing and- the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. So it's it's been a fucking ride, man. But we'll get to that when we get to it, man. But as for now. Uh, yeah, what is going on, guys? We're back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. This is episode 155 of the news. And with that, um, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works, man. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted. And every Friday, we are on here 4 p.m. Central with the news. Um, If you guys did miss this past, uh, this past Monday's episode of unscripted will triple h's first wrestlemania be the most exciting wrestlemania in years that is um i believe i want to say it's episode 135 it might be 36 man but i'm losing track on numbers man we're getting we're getting up there um uh, if you guys did miss that, that is available for you guys on all platforms now, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here every Monday after Monday Night Raw with Notorious Unscripted, man. Speaking of this Monday's Unscripted, we got another exciting episode, man, that caps off our, our four-day stretch here uh, doing the stream for you guys, man. And it's the night after WrestleMania, man. So I'm hoping we see some cool stuff. Um, I'm hoping we see some cool stuff on Mania this year, uh, or the Raw after Mania, rather. Um, but yeah, man, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Heels podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop right now. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video, and it is in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. You got all eight of these beautiful designs available in more than just t-shirts, man. You got... Uh, hoodies, um, uh, hoodies, shirts, long sleeve, youth, whatever you guys want, man. It's all available for you guys on Bonfire, man. You got the Chicago flag design, the Chicago skyline design, the base logo design, the Riddler-inspired IWC's best-kept secret design, the Scratch logo, the only community that matters, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the Biggie-inspired shirt, and you got the Christmas merch, man. So all eight of these beautiful designs are available for you guys live on the merch shop. Again, link is at the top of the description of this very video, and it is in either mine or Sir K's social media pages. And with that, man, if this is your first time watching and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? Going good, man. Going good. Just been a, just been chill, man. The weekend's finally here, man. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the next two nights. That'll be really good. Can't wait for Mania, man. Can't wait to see your moss. Um, Omo Mania. Omo Mania, bro. That's what I'm most excited for. But... Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see everything in Mania, the aftermath. I can't wait. And it's here, man. It's here. And it's awesome, man. And I've been great, man. And like Durante, it's always here to ask, man. How is life? How's the families? Life's good, man. Family's good. How is everybody doing in chat? I see almost everybody's here, man. Durante, Bell, JD, Fedna. JD. 
decently early man um jt my bad bro and how, how are you guys doing too man and how about you bro how are you yeah man i'm, I'm good i'm <laughs> i'm good bro i'm good um yeah man uh i'm good dude i'm good um very 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 excited for wrestlemania i'm very excited for wrestlemania man like i said dude this is the first mania uh this is the first Mania I've been excited for since WrestleMania 34, and that was five years ago. Fuck. That was five yeah. years ago. Um, and then, to even take it a step further, the last WrestleMania that I watched that I was very excited for, and it actually followed through, huh. <laughs> fuck. I... Yeah. I don't even know if I could tell you an answer to that one, man. Ooh, it's uh, maybe like a handful of moments in thirty-three, maybe. Thirty-three was okay. Yeah, thirty-three was was a decent wrestle. Yeah, I I would say thirty-three was a good one. I mean, minus the Orton and and Wyatt bore, uh, with fucking maggots in the ring. Um, I, I mean, Seth and Triple H was, it was decent. Roman and Undertaker fucking blew, uh, the Hardy boys returned. It, it did end with a sick moment though. The Undertaker's retirement. I was crying. Um, uh, I was, uh, yeah, uh, that, I mean, yeah, 33 was, was pretty nice, man. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would say, yeah, I would say, I felt pretty, pretty satisfied after that WrestleMania. I felt like it went okay. Um, and and Bell said her opinion, but my opinion, that is my favorite stage too. I saw the stage for Mania Thirty Nine. It's really good. Oh, it's awesome, but, dude. The height, because one thing I liked yeah. about the Thirty Three stage, they built it all the way at the top of the arena. That's it awesome. was just so tall. They they did it. elevate this year. That's what I like. They they elevated it because 30, 32 is one of the most fuck. I, I oh, fucking I hated care. that one. I always I hate when the mania stages are so low. Like as a performer, if I'm coming out on WrestleMania, I want to look like I'm fucking front and center. Top, yes, top of the fucking world, man. Um. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to fucking damn near come out on the floor like I do at uh, like I do. You know, every week on a Raw or a SmackDown. You know, if I'm a performer, if I'm a performer, I, I want. You know, I want to. I want to be front and center, high as hell, man. Well, I don't know about all that, man. You know, <laughs> you know, I want to be up there, man. If I'm if I'm a performer, so yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's tough, bro. That's tough. Um, I, I definitely, I definitely, I, I definitely see, you know, you and Bell's points, man. 33 was, 33 was sick, man. 33 was fucking sick. 34 was okay. Eh, it was all right. Um, I like the color scheme. Definitely. 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 30, 35 was fucking one of the worst ones, man. That that uh, blew. Um, garbage. 30, 36 was uh, what the fuck? Oh, thirty six was in a performance center. Uh, I guess that takes the worst. Um, 
36 would have been cool. 37 was pretty cool. 38 was better than 32. It was in the same stadium. I, I like the concept of 38 more. The star standing up instead of fucking as the stage. Uh, I hate 32 stage, dude. I, I genuinely do. I genuinely do, man. That was the year we got the pre-show stopper, man. So that just goes to show how fucking bad Stardust was in the open to that event. Um, So the ladder match. Uh, but regardless... I love the stage this year. Um, actually, um, I mean, should should we show the picture of the stage now or wait right before the predictions? We can show it now. We're talking about it. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. So, you know, we got these pictures here for you guys, man. We got these, uh, you know, these are the images that were uh, leaked. You know, these were the leaked images of the Mania stage. It's looking real cool. Uh, on the left, as you can see... As you can see on the left, on the bottom left, you're going to see a nice, beautiful gray structure that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, a gray structure, mind you, or silver, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, they would too. Um, but as you can see, as you can see, man, you got the little... You got a, on the right, you have the big mania sign. And then under that, you got some nice mania trons with the, with the, uh, like movie posters, like a movie theater, man. I really like those. Those are probably my favorite part about it. Absolutely. I think you could do some really cool shit for the matches. You could put, you know, a couple, you know, just make a couple movie theaters for movie theater posters for each superstar, man, and just put pictures up the, uh, put, pictures of them you know you for for example like you could have like three pics of cena on the right and then three pictures of austin theory on on the left while they're wrestling and it'll it'll just make for a fucking awesome look but that is the these are like the leak pictures but this is the official pictures we got uh last night it's very blurry it's very blurry with the reveal but man these yes these these movie posters it is a beautiful fucking touch to the stage man beautiful beautiful touch to the stage absolutely absolutely it's it, it looks incredible man they got the little like oscar stage kind of going on here uh and then the and then the, you know a real real high high up ramp man so um it, it looks awesome man it looks awesome and i'm really messing with the uh the design for the stage man and i'm so glad we moved away from from a stage like wrestlemania 35 man because when WWE did that, I don't know why, and I'm glad I was wrong, but I just had a feeling that, you know, that somebody was going to like that. Somebody was going to like just the big stage, and they were going to go with that every year. Um, I could have seen it. Yeah, about about 70,000 at, at SoFi, man, so... Um, now it's like 92,000. Oh, you know them. 101,000, or like 30 fucking K over... Um, Good old WWE, but yeah, it'll probably be somewhere around like seventy or eighty thousand, yeah. something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, man. So those are the that's the Mania stage, and and like I said, I'm really I'm really messing with it, man. I'm really messing with it. I love love the movie posters, man, and the little the stage thing going on, man. It, it's it's really nice, man. It's really nice. Definitely, man. Definitely, I really like it, man. I really do like it. Definitely, definitely. Um, 
Absolutely, man. So with that, man, with that, let's go over. Let's go over some. Uh, let's let's bring it down a couple notches, man. We got to talk about the old man because we got some news on the old man to uh, to start you guys off here today. It has been is being reported as of this morning. Vince McMahon is officially a WWE employee again. According to a new SEC filing that was recently filed, McMahon is now officially a WWE employee again. He was giving a stock award with a market value of $4.7 million. He remains, a, he remains the controlling shareholder of the company. The deal uh, stipulates that he will serve as executive chairman for, the, for a term of two years from his start date of January 9th, 2023, which was when he returned to WWE. I heard a lot of people saying, uh, I heard a lot of people saying that it's a new business year and that's why the announcement came out like this. But I mean, it even kind of says it here, uh, you know, I mean, his start date was January 9th. I, I felt, you know, that was the day he, he really became a WWE employee again. Yeah. Um, but it is official. According to the SEC, he is officially a, a WWE employee again. And he is executive chairman, obviously, as we know. Um, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing really new for, from January, man. Just just a new business year. I wonder if that's why Vince does mania around this time of year. Because it's a new it's business year. That makes sense. It most likely is because it probably sets off their business here strong with mania. So I I think that's probably (laughs) why he did it around now. That's crazy. Yeah. I I never knew that. That definitely sounds like that's something Vince would do. Um, so yeah, man, he's, he's, uh, he's officially back. Well, not really, but officially kind of. Yeah, man. Like, Nothing. Hey, I was screaming my head off about this two months ago, so nothing. Nothing really too much to be said here, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. It's kind of just affirming what we knew for a while now, and let's just see where it goes from here, man. Because you know, Vince, it's always going to escalate. Escalate. It's always. Yep. It's always uh, in his mind. It's always improving, but for us, it's a fucking constant demotion. Literally. So, speaking of Vince, let's go ahead and get all his stories out of the way in the start. <laughs> um, According to a new filing uh, with the SEC, Vince McMahon has paid $17.4 million yesterday to cover the cost of the board's inquiry to, uh, into allegations of sexual misconduct against him and former CEO John Laurinaitis. I don't think he was CEO. I think that's a typo. But um, former uh, head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis. <laughs> so um, Vince also committed... Vince also committed to pay for any additional costs, man. So he is paying back of his, paying back some hush money, man. Even yeah. though the real number, he, he's probably about another 
15 to 16 million he's got to pay back but i think the money they uncovered isn't the same as what it really is um no definitely man definitely and plus he's doing exactly what we said he was going to do and pay the shareholders off look at that we're right we were wrong though you know we were jumping the gun we were jumping the gun you know just Man, from the moment this guy left, I remember the stream we came on here, and and I, and I said it then. I said, you know, it's nice having Triple H, you know, if, you know, for as long as we're gonna have him. But I I told you guys then, you know, just wait because I feel like we're gonna get the fucking rug swept from under us, man. And mm-hmm. you know, he been, um, had that fucking rug. Yeah, he's uh he's 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 paying him off, man. He's paying off his hush money to nobody's surprise. If this if this is a surprise to you, uh you probably started watching wrestling yesterday because uh, you don't know this man at all. Absolutely, man. He was planning to come back the second he left. Yep. Yep. Probably gave him a nice couple hours, man, before he felt that he was given bad advice. After spending about thirty-three million dollars to cover up, uh, to cover to cover up, um, you know, all of his sexual misconducts. So, fucking Vince, man, fucking Vince. Um, <laughs> hey, there's manager Logan. Um, oh, I forgot to ask. Um, as Durante always asks, I'm good. Family's good. Forgot to cover that, man. I feel like. I feel like once you asked me how I was, we definitely just glided into WrestleMania season. But, um, but yes, how are you, Durante, Bell, JT, The Fed, Jonathan Fedna, Manager Logan? Thank you guys for being here as always, man. Um, and yeah, hell yeah. So, hell yeah. Forgot to cover that base. We just went right into Mania, man. But another another story with Vince McMahon. <laughs> another story with Vince McMahon. <laughs> Um, WWE talent have noticed strong indicators that Vince McMahon secretly returned to creative. Well, first and foremost, I don't really think it was ever a secret. Uh, Triple H has talked multiple times about how he openly talks with Vince about creative. Another thing you can also notice, um, another thing you can also notice in in uh the creative is if you watch Monday Night Raw and it's been like this for a really long time we we've talked about this before you you kind of see the return of like 3 to 4 minute matches you know yeah. Triple H is pretty much only there because once he got in it's going to be hard to get him out and what i mean by that is the process of selling the company after they sell, it's not going to be hard to get him out at all. But while they're selling the people love triple H, they want Stephanie McMahon back. They want, you know, they like that team, but it's going to be the process of after they sell, you know, I mean, the, the guy, the guy's, 
probably, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say he's not going to be there too much longer. But the process of selling the company, there's, it would be, it, it would be fucking, it would be salesman suicide if Vince McMahon, exactly. if Vince McMahon uh, threw out Triple H because people were already dipping once Step Stephanie left. But the only thing keeping some people around is, is Triple H. Um, exactly, but, man. And, Imagine how the company would look from a buyer's perspective if yet again there's just a massive shift in management just yep. getting replaced yet again. Yep. It, the company would seem so unstable, which it is, but <laughs> to the buyers, yeah. they can't let the buyers know that. So for now, Triple H is going to remain in charge. It's just going to be Vince McMahon and his mentality and his people slowly easing their way back in. So when the sale happens, they could just boot that man out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's, it's a, you know, like I said, the only reason they, the only reason it's going to be hard to get him out is because they got him in already. You know what I mean? Um, and, and you know, once, once the company sold, you know, especially if, if it's a Saudi Arabia, man, triple H might as well just triple H might, uh, might as well just, uh, might as well uh, book book his one way flight to Jacksonville, cause yeah, oh, there's sir, he better book a fucking he better book him and his whole crew to that flight. You better grab, I mean, he might he might he might want to leave Sean at home at this point, but you could grab William Regal. You could grab fucking probably not Road Dog either. I wouldn't probably grab him, but production team I would grab yep. and fucking run over to fucking Jacksonville, man. Definitely, you could leave Road Dog and Sean back. To be. <laughs> oh fuck yeah leave them <laughs> yeah definitely um so wwe talent have noticed strong indicators that vince mcmahon has secretly returned to creative like i said triple h tri triple h is over i mean you could the proof is in the pudding bro just watch the fucking show just watch the fucking show man i mean as soon as you start hearing Little politics of, oh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley is going to main event over Sammy and Kevin. Do you honestly think Triple H would not have Sammy Zayn main event the show? Tri Sammy Zayn fucking carried them through the end of last year, beginning of this year. Do you honestly think... Do you honestly think Triple H would not? Triple H loves Kevin Owens. He loves Sami Zayn. He fucking puts Sami Zayn in an amazing position. Do you really think Triple H is not going to have them main event? No. Exactly, man. Which gladly looks like they are. Because do you see what Jay did on one of their little, like, you know, little, like, interviewee things? That little red carpet they do for Mania thing? Uh, I, I, I didn't. This motherfucker Jay, he's you know he's with Jimmy. They're talking. They get on the interviewers taking pictures. He this motherfucker Jay throws up his ones. and goes, yeah, main event. And Jimmy just looks at him like, you fucking idiot. Why would you say that? <laughs> so I think they are the main event of day one. <laughs> that's what's up, dude. That's that's what it. If it's anything but that, it's a it's disrespectful. It's it's downright fucking disrespectful because Sami Zayn. Shouldn't even be in a fucking tag team match at WrestleMania mm -hmm. if we really wanted to fucking get down to the nitty gritty. But exactly. if he is, he needs the main event the show. No exactly. fucking question. 
<laughs> oh, or, yeah, Wale. That's what the fuck it is. Wale mania. That shit was funny as hell. Oh, is is that where is that where is that where Jay did the? Yeah, oh, that's okay. where it is. That's where everybody is. I guess. I guess that's that's like the event. The weekend is Wale Mania. Wait a minute! Isn't Samoa Joe supposed to be at Super Card of Honor? Why is he at fucking Wale Mania? Fucking rapping? <laughs> oh, it's in L.A. Bro, probably. Yeah. Bro, you know, ain't no way. By. Ain't no way this man fucking got on stage rapping and in a couple hours he's going to be fucking fighting Mark Briscoe. I saw Jade Cargill was there. She was hanging out with Naomi. Oh, um, sweet. And other people were hanging out with each other. Um, oh, yeah, it was Will Hobbs. He was hanging out with Biggie. Oh, so, cool. So cool. everybody's at Wally Mania, apparently. Wally Mania? <laughs> Is Omas <laughs> there, man? Oh, dude, that would be the best. Why didn't get, get even though, like, you know, I'm not, a, I mean, I'm not a mark for his music, but it, you would think it would make more sense to get Wale to do the fucking Mania theme song instead of the fucking weekend. I'm tired of the weekend, bro. I'm tired of the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean. Oh, yesterday. Okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay, that's why I'm seeing fucking video. I, I told Sir K before we went on, the last fucking thing I expected to see on my Instagram feed was fucking Samoa mm. Joe dancing and rapping on stage i was like what <laughs> that was the other collab um yes with hit row and swerver hanging out again oh that's together cool. that's, cool. that's cool yeah too bad they fucking suck now got both yeah. of them got fucking Mo- mogul enterprise and shit row <laughs> good lord um yeah, man. So yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It's it's nice. Next year we need Omas Mania, man. He needs to be at Wally Mania. We need the the duo of Omas and Satin Wimsing, bro. We got no, bro. It. We need to see it. We need I to see, see the generational tag team. Um, all right, man. So Sean Sap, Sean Sap. <laughs> doubled down on the idea that Vince is not back in creative right now, and sources have confirmed this. He wrote behind Fightful's paywall, although although there is denial that McMahon is back, a big hint of um, a big hint of rewrites could indicate that he is back. Vince McMahon was famous for rewrites on the day of the show. As of right now, Triple H is still the man in gorilla position, calling the shots. But it wouldn't surprise a lot of people if Vince McMahon is doing a lot more behind the curtain. Fightful Select recently reported that there were concerns among talent that Vince McMahon could have a bigger hand in creative uh, than a bigger hand in creative than has than there has been let on. WWE reps have uh, vehemently denied that McMahon is involved, and McMahon has claimed. To those close to him, that he's there to oversee either new television rights, a sale, or both. Yeah, right. How, uh, however, there has been some red flags that have caused uh, that have caused more concern for talent. Uh, talent noted that there are more rewrites on the day of the show than usual under the Triple H regime. There, uh, there have also been strong indicators of characters and gimmicks being adjusted to a manner 
uh, in which Vince McMahon had previously preferred Asuka. Uh, there have uh, there were relaxed, right. yeah, they uh, that were relaxed or changed when Triple H uh, that tell characters that were relaxed Asuka to a T. Asuka oh, was on yeah. fucking cocaine under Vince McMahon, um, and TK. Seriously, bro. Um, ca- uh, that were relaxed or changed when Triple H took control. Some of uh, some of these things have had an impact on morale. Talon have also mentioned that there has been extensive creative laid out that was adjusted at the last minute. However, no talent, uh, no talent we've heard from has been out. Uh, had outright been told Vince McMahon is involved beyond giving just input. Uh, yeah, again, the proof is in the pudding. Um, you can, you, you can literally see it. Um, you, you can literally see it. Uh, Matt Riddle is another one who was, uh, a, a little bit in the beginning of the Triple H regime. Matt Riddle was very like serious in his feud with yeah. Seth Rollins. And then he kind of just went back to, you know, f- you know, fucking around with Elias and dancing and, you know, just him and Elias were creating a tag team or something, or they were friends or something like that. Shit like that is fucking Vince McMahon. One Oh one Oscar coming back and being very serious. But then the other week we see her dancing around with the championship. Like what, what is this man? Um, Bray Wyatt doing his fun house bullshit. Uh, you know, you, you see, you see these things, you know, you see these things and, and, and the proof is in the pudding. So like I said, man, um, you know, Vince is not official, but as long as triple H takes his input, you know, I mean, and we are official at this point, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, it's not as bad as him being in gorilla position, but I mean, it's also not good. It's not, it's not a good trend to be on. Exactly, man. Exactly. It's really not. And this trend is just going to spiral <clears throat> into worse and worse, man. And um, uh, the clock's ticking, man. The clock's ticking. Yes. Tick tock, says Mr. fucking Carrion Cross. <laughs> Damn, bro, my bad. I beat you to it. Anytime I hear fucking cocaine, I instantly think of that fucking of, of fucking TK. You have to. So, so JT, uh, I, I would love to answer your question, man. He says you don't like the Funhouse. I, I I love the Funhouse. I, I do. Oh, yeah. What I don't love is the new Bray Wyatt using old Funhouse clips against Bobby Lashley. I, I think that's a little beneath him at this point i think did you also hear i i heard some rumors that they that they canceled wyatt's new stable Mm, Uh, that sounds like a very vince thing yeah i you know i mean why would triple h cancel a stable we know triple h loves stables he loves them he's mr fucking stable he loves he loves his fucking factions man yeah, I so so you know to answer your question, JT, I love the Funhouse, but I think if if we're gonna do something new, 
we need to we need to do something new. And I think when Wyatt first came back and he was just this very grounded version of himself, it's like his gimmick was was Wyndham. You know, he was just he was just being Wyndham. Um, so somewhere, you know, somewhere along the lines, I, I think I, I think it got a little too theatrical to the point where it, it loses its, its grip of reality. And I think that's what made it interesting was the fact that he was peeling back the curtain and he was letting us see Wyndham. Um, and, and and he was kind of just telling the story of wanting to be better, but then he kind of just flips out and he loses his marbles again. And, uh, you know, I was loving it too, man. It was really, really good, man. But then, you know, they introduce this version of uncle Howdy and then they introduce this other version of uncle Howdy. That's Bo Dallas. And it's, I don't know, man, somewhere along the lines, I feel like it, it, it lost, it lost its, its sense kind of. Um, so, you know, that's my gripe with it. That's my gripe with it, man. Damn. Did you just hear that? Yeah. It's just, it's a huge storm going on in the Midwest right now. So, yeah. It's just, it's just, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, man. So, um, what, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Um, Oh yeah, so honestly, man, you could you could just you could just see it, you know, you you could see it, man. You you really could. Uh, definitely, man. Definitely, it's it's very apparent. As a matter of fact, let me. Let me see if I can find it. I literally just seen it too, so. I I don't know if it was a rumor. I seen it not too long ago though. Um Yes, here it is. Aha. The Wrestling Observer noted that Vincent and Dutch received WWE tryouts, but they didn't receive any offer from the company. What? What? It's unknown uh, whether they rejected a deal because they were never, uh, because that was never said at the time. We all know that uh, we all know at this time, all we know is that deals were never completed. In addition, in addition to Vincent and Dutch not getting WWE contracts, it seems several plans for them uh, went away with that. It was reported that WWE had plans to bring them in for Bray Wyatt's stable. Dude, that's fucking perfect. Um, but now it's described as a wait and see situation. This could be a situation where they're waiting till after mania, but I don't see why that would be a reason not to sign them. I mean, like if, you know, if we see sanity after mania, that means they were probably signed like two months ago. January, you know when I mean? Eric Young came back. Exactly, exactly. So why wouldn't they not been signed? How do you reject those two? Like, what? Oh, that's Dude, another that... huge indicator. You see what Logan just said? 
Cody Cody said in a podcast that he got fined when he said wrestling or wrestling and belt. (laughs) Does it count if he says it with a lisp or does he just get like half of the fine? I was going to say, technically he didn't say wrestling. He said wrestling. There you go. So anyway, if you ask me. Belt. um, Um, that ain't a good sign either, man. Yeah, he says uh, regarding on question uh, regarding on questions um, on Vincent and Dutch, if they uh, they had tryouts a few months ago but were never signed, nor as far uh, as we now uh, not as far as we know, uh, not as far as we know turned down either. The idea at the time was for them to be put in a Bray Wyatt stable. It was described to me as a wait-and-see situation. Bray Wyatt was also pulled from his WrestleMania match against Bobby Lashley after suffering an illness for weeks, and he is. Uh, it was said that he is still not medically cleared. The exact nature of his issues have not been disclosed. Wow. What the fuck are we doing? Dude, do not put Eric Young in that fucking group. And... First of all, why is the group being canned, or what is going on? It's the shit like this, man. It's the shit like this. It really is. It really is, man. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know why you would cancel something like that. I, I genuinely don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a horrible thing to hear, man. Um, that group is, could, be, could have been so fucking good. And By the way. <laughs> By the way, just just something interesting to point out. Who was the guy that has remind me, who was the guy that has a a weird thing about Bray Wyatt being by himself and constantly breaking up his group for no reason? Exactly. He would always randomly make fucking Brody Lee do something random. Then Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan Brody Lee was fighting on Team Authority, and Rowan was on the other team. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? It sounds weird, man. Then and... they just randomly got him back together just to break him up again in the draft and put him half back together and then add Randy Orton and then break it all back up again. I mean, come on. Yeah, literally, man, it ain't good signs. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's not looking good. And it's certainly not looking good for Bray Wyatt. Uh, And that sucks because Vincent and Dutch have such a dope look. And they're friends of Wyndham. Mm -hmm. And man, that could have just went together so perfectly, man. Oh, what a fucking mess. Definitely, man. Definitely. (sighs) Definitely, man. Um... Logan Paul, LP. Logan Paul talked on his Impulsive podcast. Uh, He revealed that his contract with WWE ends after WrestleMania. Logan Paul is set to face Seth Rollins at the 39th edition of WrestleMania uh, in, in what is expected to be a banger of a match. The full, um, uh, he says, and I quote, my contract ends this WrestleMania. Paul said, my rookie year is about to be up and it's been a great rookie year. Uh, 
end quote. Uh, it has been a great rookie year yeah. for Logan Paul. It's been a great rookie year for him. And I, you know, I obviously, I, I think he's just going to sign on for another couple matches. I think the reason they signed him to uh, a year deal is because they didn't know if he was going to fucking suck or yeah. if he was actually going to be okay, but they would have to be idiots not to, uh, not to bring him in. Well, not idiots, but you know, I mean, it, it would just make all the sense in the world. Yeah, it, it would. It would just. It, it would make a lot of sense to uh, to resign LP. I, I think. I think he's been great. I think he's been great. I need to see a match with him and Ricochet. I think he's athletic as hell. Um, I think he's athletic as hell, and I and I think you know. I mean, he's not my fucking favorite wrestler on the roster or anything. Yeah. And I, you know, I wouldn't lose sleep if they didn't resign him. But you know, if they do. You know, then we're just gonna get some 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 more fun matches out of the guy, and you know, I mean, it'll it'll be it'll be what it is, man. So you know, it's uh, nothing much more than that, man. So exactly, man, exactly. I I would be down for it, and, and if it doesn't, you know, oh well, man, oh well. But I, I would like to. I would like a couple more matches with the guy. Same. I would I would love 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 to see that match with Ricochet. I think that's what he should have did at Mania this year. So mm-hmm. I can, uh, um, hmm. half of the guys in the back don't anyway. <laughs> that is true. That is true, man. That is true. You think Baron Corbin cares? You think fucking half of those fucking people <laughs> care? They don't care. Braun Strowman yeah. admitted to not giving a fuck. So, like, you know. People just don't care. Brock don't care. It's how it is, man. Bro, I I, fi- I feel cares, like Brock does. He cares in his own way. But he's you know he cares in his own way, man. He cares in his own way, but like, he, he cares. But he's also trying to get this bag, pretty much. Exactly. At the end of the day, money over everything with Brock. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Which you know, I mean, you get respect. You know, it is what it is. But Brock. Man, Brock, bro, Brock is up there. Brock is up there. He, he, Brock is one of the most underrated performers of all time. Brock, man. The most, not misused, because it's not like he's like, they, it's not like they underuse him. Yeah, it's not like they're jobbing him. (laughs) No, but like they don't know how to use the fucking guy. Yeah, yes. They always pick the wrong opponents, the wrong feud, yep. the wrong match. You, I could think of a million Brock matches that could be the best match ever, and they will Brock. never do any of them. Brock, and it it, it it hits a little different now that I'm saying this, because this man isn't even on the WrestleMania card, but Brock versus Johnny fucking Gargano. Are Ooh. you kidding me, bro? <sighs> like, you do so many good matches with the guy, like... Uh, they they think well Brock. They just use his name. They just book his name. Yep. Brock versus because he's box Omar. office. Exactly. But thing is, he is box office. His name itself will carry any match. You put Brock versus our Gargano, where most people don't know Gargano. They're gonna see that. They're gonna yeah. see those two Fall moving. Exactly. You use the guy with the big name. To elevate the guy with, you know, the overall smaller name in terms of the wider audience. And they don't do it like that. Yeah. Which, that's the problem. I mean, look at what the fuck he's doing this year. (laughs) (laughs) 
One of Brock Lesnar's universal championship defenses was against <laughs> Kane and Braun Strowman. And that was in fucking 2018. Bruh, what are we doing? This is a big extreme rules match or something? Or was something it just like normal? that. Yeah, it was, was, yeah, it was something like that. Something stupid. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think Logan Paul doesn't respect the. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that he doesn't respect the history and the other performers. I just think he doesn't necessarily understand. Yeah, and like the thing about Logan Paul, he's not a. He's not a main. You know, full time guy. Of course. He's not going to have the time or care to put into this because wrestling's not his main, you know, avenue in life. It's yeah. just a side. Yeah, and it's like he, I feel like he was one of those wrestling fans that kind of like dipped in for a minute, or maybe he just like listened to his buddies talking about it, yeah. and and that was it. Um, because I mean, you could even hear him. Like, I remember the podcast he did with Cody. Cody had to, like, explain to him that there's, like, other wrestling out there. And Logan yeah. Paul had no idea that Ricochet came from uh, the indie circuit, as he called it. So, it's, it's those, it, I always tell you, I always tell you guys this, but it's, it's very easy for me to find out if you're an actual wrestling fan or not. Or it's very easy just based... I don't know if you guys understand this. Please let me know. But like, I know. like I, one of those wrestling fans in passing. Yeah, like I, I, I want to know if you guys know what I'm talking about. But if you guys like, can you guys in chat talk to somebody and based on how they word things and how they talk about things, can you tell if they're an actual wrestling fan or not? It's really hard to explain, but it's just like, this. It's like my sixth sense, man. Like if you ask me about basketball. I could list a handful of things I've heard that you talk about because mm -hmm. you like it and you know about it way more than I do. Mm -hmm. But if you hear me talking about it, <laughs> it's going to sound like how Logan Paul talks about the business. like Or like how I fucking talk about Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah, man, you know, you hear about, you know, the most known event in the, in the thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's just how it is. Not every wrestler has to be a super mark um and he's not and he's 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 a part timer he's only here for big fun matches and that's okay man and i like the guy and that's coming from me and i think i've been the most critical about this match with um seth rollins and even i'm like oh it's... i'm down for him to come back I'm, I'm still down yes just uh and you know i mean if you want to put him in a match against seth rollins on fucking uh, Saudi some Saudi, Saudi show or, or even, you know, even like an extreme rules or something like that. You know, it is what it is, man. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I would rather I would rather them use a guy like Logan Paul for their Saudi shows and WrestleMania than a guy like Goldberg. Exactly. To put it in man. a nutshell. So basically they're, you know, modern, you know, schedule wise version of Goldberg and I am perfectly fine with that replacement Be yes. <laughs> because because the the things Logan Paul does it's like he actually he actually goes out there and he, he works his ass off I can't lie he he's yeah. fucking jumping around he's, he's fucking breaking a sweat you know by the time um oh bro that fucking Lana Rhodes dude <laughs> fucking fucking Cody the porn Ugh. star 
<laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I mean, he goes out there and then he works his ass off, man. And you can tell he's actually, you know, he's actually trying. Uh, and I would like to see him progress into uh, calling things while he's out there instead of rehearsing for an entire month with Shawn Michaels. But I digress. You know, that was his first match. So, you know, it is what it is, man. But, um, yes. Um, Oh, Lord, how could I forget that Vince McMahon story? Back to Vince McMahon for a quick, a quick second. Um, Vince McMahon. According to PW Insider, uh, according to PW Insider, they're reporting that multiple sources have told them that Vince McMahon will 100% be at WrestleMania 39. It was not said if Vince McMahon will appear on camera. If he does appear, then it could be his last Mania appearance as the owner of the company. Nick Khan has indicated that there are multiple potential buyers for WWE and that McMahon is open to stepping down if that's what the new buyer wants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, just because Vince McMahon will be there this weekend doesn't mean uh, doesn't mean he will be on the show. Anything is possible, though, uh, for what it's worth. There are more WWE sources uh, that damn. Uh, there are more WWE sources who've confirmed to Fightful that there are more red flags behind the scenes that indicate that Vince McMahon has been more involved in creative, uh, in the creative end of things, like we just read to you guys. So. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, uh, I kind of expected this. I kind of, WrestleMania, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, Vince McMahon created WrestleMania. WrestleMania is his baby, blah, 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 blah. We've, we've heard it all 10 times over, but, uh, I, I, I could see this coming. I could, I could, I could have easily yeah. seen Vince McMahon being there. Um, you know, I. The sales stuff wasn't happening. I could have bet he was going to be there anyway. Definitely, definitely. He he probably. I mean, he's been, he's literally been at all of the WrestleManias, so I, I could see him. I could see him just being there, just to be there, because you know it's WrestleMania. Where else are you going to be that night? Right. Um. Definitely, man. So that is that. And speaking of the sale. Of WWE. Um, We got an update on the sale. CNBC is reporting that WWE sale is not going well. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) They thought they were about to get lines and buyers, bro. That shit's hilarious. And if it's not going well... With Triple H in as the head of creative, either A, that's a really bad sign, or B, these people are sniffing out what is going to come. Exactly. They know. And the thing is, you know, it's funny that no one wants to buy this fucking company, but it's also scary because there is one people, like we've been saying, that will buy it anyway. No matter what. So, what I want and what would be good is if a lot of people did want the fucking company and it go to someone good. But when nobody wants it, 
they're going to sell it to the good old Saudis. Yep, absolutely. We've been saying this shit. And did you hear they made a bid, too? I did. I did hear about that. So, um, but... Uh, but they have several entities in the ring fighting over uh, fighting over the acquisition of the company. Reports insist Comcast is not a part uh, of the fight over WWE sale. They described the sale that uh, the sale could be happening in the not so distant future. Damn. Damn. Yep. Comcast is out. That one company I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Fucking dude, it, it's gonna be Saudi, bro. I heard something about Disney recently that I think they were the ones that said that they would put Stephanie McMahon back in charge if they bought it. I believe but I heard that as well. Disney's going through so much shit. They're firing so many people at that Star Wars, at Marvel. They ain't buying WWE. They're plates full. Yeah. So, dude, all signs. Like we've been saying, all signs point to Saudi. They do. They do. And and we've been saying that for a long time. And then, you know, like to add another layer, you know, we've been hearing rumors that uh, Saudi did officially put in a bid. So that's another ongoing rumor right now that is not good whatsoever. Um, Dude, if that happens and... and uh, God, I hope I'm wrong, but man, does it look like does the the more I mean, if the sales not going well, and I'm telling you, Saudi Arabia are going to be the only fucking people that 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 bid that or yeah. that uh that are going to buy the company no matter what shape it's in, because they it makes them look good. Yeah, exactly. And man, that is going to be a fucking mess. That is. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you, Logan, bro. I, I hope not, man. I truly hope not. But if you ask me, it's good. It's what the reality is going to be, man. So sometimes, to be honest, I'm mentally already seeing it as they're already basically bought by Saudi. So when it is, when it does happen, it doesn't hit that hard, man. Because yep. the more I hope it doesn't happen, when it does, that shit going to hit like a truck. But if I prepare myself mentally for it, I would have just accepted it at that point. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right, man, let's jump over to some AEW news for a little bit here. Um, AEW's announcement about their London debut is coming very soon. While speaking with Joe Brophy of Talk Sport, Tony Khan expressed his excitement about the UK wrestling market, calling it one of his favorite places in the world. He specifically mentioned his love for London, particularly West London and Craven Cottage, and emphasized AEW's strong viewership in the region. Tony Khan also revealed the company is working on finalizing the major details for their London show and that an, ex uh, that an announcement is expected very soon with all major details falling in place. Uh, Tony Khan hinted that the announcement is likely to happen soon, leaving wrestling enthusiasts across the UK on tenterhooks. Okay. Uh, he says, and I quote, the announcement of AEW in London is coming very soon. I don't want to say exactly when, but believe me, it'll be very soon. 
or he says very, very soon. In other words, don't make the same mistake I did last year. Start saving your work paychecks now because these motherfuckers announced all out. Oh, get your all out tickets tomorrow. Bro. No, I agree with that shit. But to pair with this news, did you see TK has an announcement on Wednesday? Oh, well. <laughs> Either, so it's, either it's a stupid, yeah. Either it's a stupid, another stupid ass announcement, um, or it's uh, anything not a streaming service, or it is uh, the UK, wonder, which, which I is, wonder what it's gonna be. Yeah, um, the fact is we're getting closer and closer on all the details you mentioned, dates, venues, etc. There are a lot of details to work out. Uh, on such a major event as this, but all of the major details are coming into place. We're very close to having all the information ready to announce, uh, ready to announce. So it's come together very quickly. People are going to be very excited when they hear about this. It's going to be a very special event. I, I think this could be one of the greatest events in AEW history. Certainly befitting of our debut in London, which is a city that I love so much. It's uh, it's so close to my heart for everybody there. All the wrestling fans there. I cannot wait to do it. And it feels like coming home to me. All I, um, So I'm very excited about it. Uh, this is great. However, I'm going to tell you this. Next year for revolution or even double or nothing maybe all out if you want to give chicago double or nothing or or full gear one of these pay-per-views needs to be in london absolutely i say man i really hope it would be something like double or nothing or all out because listen you say it all the time i love all out i want something different for chicago man you know yeah. how desperately I want double or nothing, bro. I want a double or nothing shirt. I want to be there, but um, change it up, man. But I, I definitely think by next year there needs to be a pay per view. You know, that's uh, you know, in you know London or just the general UK. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, and uh, for what it's going to be this year, if I'm guessing. They're going to make it some, like, you know how they have the one in New York? Um, Grand Slam. Grand Slam, yeah. I think they're going to make their, you know, the UK version of that. So we'll see how that goes, man. But um, I, it's going to be exciting, man. And that crowd is going to be insane. I can't wait. Definitely, dude. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know why Tony Khan's saying this is home. His home is actually Chicago. Um. So we'll take Mr. Khan gladly. Um, Mr. TK. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man. So AEW London dates expect them soon. Unfortunately for some of you guys, it might be too late, man. It might be too late. Like it almost, they, ooh, they, 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 were, they were, they were close. They were they so were close. close. Or at least with Chicago, do the United Center. Do that fucking United Center, man. That'll which switch it up. Exactly. Which I'm glad. I, what was that last Friday already? Damn, it's already been a week since we gave that news. But um, looks like that is going to be in the United Center this year. They're cha- They're moving from tradition out of the now arena. 
Thank that fucking, fucking God. Run down fucking arena. Fucking concrete tomb. The fucking down. Please stick to the United Center, bro. Please. All right, man. Let's talk about. Let's talk about an a disgruntled AEW talent. No, we're not talking about CM Punk. At least not yet. He's next. But for now, Miro. You know, I I really want to like Miro. Yeah. But the more I hear about shit like this, the more it makes me dislike him. Um, I know. Like, I thought he was going to be one of those super cool, you know, chill guys. Yeah. And he seems kind of an asshole. Definitely. Or kind of, not an asshole, but like, you know. Just one of those guys. Yeah, he's he's a little, like... One of, one of the yeah, one of those guys that fucking hates to lose, and he he doesn't want to lose to anybody. Which I mean, I get protecting, uh, I get protecting your character, but you know, I mean, there's a line, like especially with the person we talk about in this story. If you're not okay with losing to him in AEW, you need help. Seriously, uh, yes, Tony Khan is from Chicago. He is from well not chicago i think he's i know he's from champaign he grew up in champaign illinois so uh you know i'm you know you know how that you know how that goes he's not gonna say i'm from champaign illinois you know no if you're if you're at least like three quarters of the way up the state of illinois you're just from chicago it's just how it is (laughs) definitely um you know it's fucking Tony D'Angelo, he ain't the mobster from Oak Park. He's the mobster from Chicago. Fucking Oak Park. <laughs> um, <laughs> good God. Uh, so, Dave Meltzer <laughs> mentioned the report that Miro is in Bulgaria. Uh, mentioned in his report that Miro is in Bulgaria in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. It was noted that Tony Khan had an idea for Miro's return as he would lose in a battle royal match, but that didn't come to pass. Miro and CJ Perry, or Lana, have been in Bulgaria for a month. Tony Khan had pitched an idea for him in September for full gear. One thing he turned down was losing a battle a battle royal where he and Adam Page would have been the last two, and Khan Khan had said to Khan had said that after the pay per view they'd try to get back together, and obviously his name hasn't been mentioned since. He was he was about three he has about three years left on his contract. He wants to go back to WWE. He's always talking, or he's always, you know, he's be. He posts, I believe a couple weeks ago, he was posting some gifs of, you know, his Alexander Rusev character in NXT and stuff like that. Just fucking let him go at this point, dude. If you don't want to lose in a battle royal where you're not even getting pinned to Adam Page is ridiculous. Literally, I think damn near everybody in this company has lost in a battle royal. It's just what you do. It's dude, part of the business. You lose in a battle royal. Dude, look at fucking Gunther 
does anybody does anybody look at Walter any differently because he came he you know he got thrown over a top rope? No, he's still undefeated. That's like one and, of the easiest cop outs. Like, yeah, if you would have been one of the first ones out in a battle royal for a tag team, yeah, I would have been a little annoyed. I might have said, I, I was, like, I would have been like, all right, that's annoying. But dude, you were literally booked to be the second to last person in a battle royal and lose to Hangman. It, it just sounds some like some baby ass shit, bro. One it of really the OGs. Bad. One of the fucking guy that damn near the whole entire company's been built around, arguably. Literally. And you don't want to lose to him, bruh. But in WWE, you lost 24-7 and didn't fucking utter a word. Seriously. You had to make an with your wife, and you were fine with it. That, Come yeah, on, bro. That's fucking insane, man. That's actually that's, fucking that's... insane. That's the thing that annoys me about those guys that don't want to lose like that in AEW. It's not that they don't want to lose. Because in a way, like you said, you got to protect your character. But like, if it was the, if you were in WWE right now, they wouldn't give a fuck if they were losing. Yeah. They would they'd be like, man, I, I have a job. Unlike you, they, they would have been defending it. Where, but the fact that it's AEW, it's bad. Where was this character protection during his feud with Bobby Lashley? I mean, seriously. Exactly, you know? exactly man. And there's a difference, again, in losing a battle royal versus somebody telling you, Hey, uh, you know, I, I, I know, you know, I know your, your character has been booked strong, but yeah, you're going to go out there in front of a bunch of mindless fucks and lose to Bill Goldberg in three minutes. There's a fucking difference, man. There's a difference. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. And like I said, man, the more I want to like the guy, man, but the more we fucking hear about him, it's like. Really? You know, you, lo- having a problem losing to Hangman Page in a battle royal where you're not even getting pinned is a little ridiculous. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't get it, man. I, I, if he wants to go, man, he's one of those boats like Andrade. Let him fucking go. Let him go. It's not worth keeping him around. It's not. You could easily be paying somebody his check that wants to be there. Exactly. You know, and I don't know. It's a little ridiculous considering this is one of the guys that came in and specifically cut an anti-WWE promo. But it was half of those guys, too. Those anti-WWE guys. It's half of them that are the ones that are fucking bitching. Yep. It's hilarious. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um... All right, man. John Moxley. Actually, name? before we get on to that, um, Don Callis is reportedly injured. I saw that. that Brian, Brian Alvarez provided an update on Don Callis after he was cut open during a backstage segment. He said Don was unaware that there was a lighting rig behind him, and when he went down, he went into the the lighting rig head first. His doctor allegedly said the cut was so deep you could see his skull. Damn. He was taken to the hospital and there was uh and he was there till 3 a.m. getting patched up. Alvarez also mentioned he thankfully did not get a concussion during the incident uh and that he is back home resting. 
Holy fuck, man. Wish Don it's Callis so the best. That's that's horrible. I thought they were just doing some Moxley shit. Yeah, I thought I thought he took a hand out of Moxley playbook. Um I guess not, man. That really sucks, man. I, and I hope he gets well soon, man. That's horrible to hear. You hate to see shit like that. Absolutely. Another great point by Durante. And it wasn't even good Roman either. It's not even the Roman of today. It was the oh. fucking Roman of 2016. One of his worst years. Dude fucking like, lost time and time again to the motherfucker, man. Dude couldn't win. I don't get it. Man's spot on SummerSlam was completely nixed because of time. He quite literally got buried. To, who did he get buried to? Was it was it Taker? Was it Taker that quite literally buried him in a fucking coffin? Didn't match? he get pulled out of that match? Or didn't didn't he get pulled out? But then they put him back in. Yeah, that was him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, it was him. I, I, I remember the tweet: "Bury me softly, brother." Yep. So you're fine getting buried in the. Uh, it yeah, makes no it's sense. Annoying. It really makes no fucking sense, man. All right, man. John Moxley. John Moxley on CM Punk. Well, John Moxley and CM Punk have appear, uh, appeared to have heat after brawl out. Some in AEW believe if things came down to a Mox or Punk situation, then he, uh, then the company would have picked Moxley in that decision. Punk is very aware of the heat on him. And possibly of talent walking out of the company if he returns. Um, there was that. And then John Moxley went on um John Moxley went on oral sessions. He went on oral sessions, his wife's podcast, and he talked about um he talked about his uh he talked about his experience with, with CM Punk. Um, golly, where is the fucking story? Dude, I just had this. God damn it. There we are. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. So, John Moxley talked on the situations. Yeah, just the sessions. They took out the oral. But yeah, oral sessions, the sessions, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> John Moxley talked about his situation with CM Punk. He said, The entire summer, I was not under contract. Free agent. I could have walked into SummerSlam that night with the AEW belt. 
He would then go on to say, even me being in this room and offering you a storyline that puts you over at the pay-per-view, if anything, I'm bending over backwards for Tony and for what's his dick. In other words, CM Punk. (laughs) I don't want to be dragged into this dumb shit. (laughs) John Moxley, um... That that was pretty much his response to it, man. We told you guys last week, you know, when they announced it, that we would come to you guys and bring to you what he said. Everybody took what he said as if he was fucking in gorilla position with the AEW championship at SummerSlam. Like, he could have just walked right out there. Like, no, he said in the interview, he said in the interview, if I wanted to... I could have. He was using that in a term to say that's how much of a free agent he was. He he literally could have he he could have fucking he could have walked into anywhere. It didn't even have to be WWE, but he did say he was I believe he was wrestling Phantasmo or something like that the same night uh yeah. not too far from SummerSlam, but that is just it is crazy to think about though. That is that's a crazy what if, man. But, like, he, he literally just said it as, I could have done that because that's how much I was free. Not that I wanted to fucking do that. Like, what? Fucking breastfeeding fans. Later in that same interview that he doesn't know how, you know, his run will look in three years with this new contract. But he said, if it's the way it is now, he'll stay there for the rest of his life. But he, he was going to fucking just walk into SummerSlam. <laughs> he and he even said too he said uh he said he he even said i love AEW and i hate to say this but i've never been somewhere where there's just just petty bullshit drama yeah you know just, over stupid bullshit he said something along <laughs> those lines but yeah that was what he said that was what he said regarding cm punk he also said which i thought was interesting uh he said i can unload on a lot of people right now but i'm not going to do that um punk take take some notes take some notes mr punk um (laughs) so yeah man so that was his response to cm punk pretty much Honestly, the vibe I got from John Moxley was pretty much nothing other than leave me the fuck out of this shit. Uh, exactly. I was doing something for you. I was doing something. I was doing something for you. I'm bending over backwards for you. He was doing all that for CM Punk and the least. And and we even we even knew about that story with Mox of of Moxley not wanting. You know, he wanted Punk to put him over once before he beat him. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's that's what they ended up doing, and yeah, so yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, that's that's that, man. That is that. Uh, as for John Moxley's response, but as for CM Punk, as for CM Punk, um, well, well, man. According to Dave Meltzer, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, CM Punk and AEW had agreed in principle 
had agreed in principle to an agreement after Tony Khan decided he wanted Punk back before Punk's Instagram post. Now, uh, now where things are at is unknown. CM Punk agreed to come back to AEW in principle before that fucking Instagram post. Dude, have you not learned anything from All Out? Dude, he literally has it. He, that's the thing. Like, he didn't learn anything. And then Mox just does exactly what he should have done twice now. Twice. Just shut the fuck up. Just, just shut up. Dude, <laughs> you know... You know, you know, I get it. You're trying, you think you need to defend yourself from the dirt sheets. If you don't say anything, it looks better. Exactly. You know what I mean? It it looks like you're not even giving it the time of day because it's not true. But when stories come out and you feel like you have to address them, like, dude, if you knew you didn't get Cole Cabana fired and if you knew you didn't have anything to do that and it was, it was a Tony Khan decision, don't say anything because then it gives people the the consumption that you're not even giving stuff like that the time of day. Why would you not give something like that the time of day, you may ask? Because it's not fucking true. But if you mention things like that, people take it as, oh, well, you know, if he says it's not true, but he felt it was big enough to bring it up. Come on, exactly. man. Exactly. Don't it's, they it's media very... train you in WWE? I mean, what the fuck? How do I know this shit? You know his ass didn't go to that shit. You know his ass ain't pay attention. If they did, he's fucking punk. That motherfucker never learned, man. But what also could be true is the late Lakin Logan. If you can't fucking talk, bro, what the fuck is wrong Lagan. with me? <laughs> Logan. Um, that is true, though. Um, if they agreed into principle for him being down to come back and he just randomly sends out a random negative tweet for John Moxley and Chris Jericho. That's fishy, man, because the thing is, especially Chris Jericho, he had nothing to do with that whole argument until that last line. Just, oh yeah, and fuck Chris Jericho. He is a shell, essentially, is what he said. For no reason. No reason. He said it for no reason. So I think... I could I could easily see both, to be honest. I think it's, uh, it's it's what we've been saying this whole time with this punk situation. It's just going to be a matter of time till we know, till we know if he's back or not, yeah. and if he is back, until we know if this is a work or not. Because I could see it is a work. It would make sense. Plus, with you know, punks in LA right now, he's hanging out with FTR. Um, they were in the gym together, mm-hmm. shit like that, taking pictures. It's gonna be at Mania. Um, wrestling um, fans. So, I, I really could see it either way, and I could see it as just Punk being a fucking idiot again, <laughs> just not learning his fucking lesson. So, <laughs> I could see it as your war, man. And I hope it's a, I hope it's the first one. I hope it is a work, and they're gonna put this into a big overall set of storylines between him and Jericho, mm-hmm. him and Mox, and you know. But if it's not, bro. This de- this dude needs to fucking maybe he needs to block himself on Instagram. How about that? Instead yeah. of blocking up, I'm he gonna should block, block him. You know what? 
Miss AJ Reman, if you're watching this, take his phone away. Please. Please, for the sake of himself, take his goddamn phone away. Please. His phone away. Yeah, man. So that's that's the that's the latest updates on CM Punk, and it's like, oh man, it it, it it's a head scratcher, bro. If it, you know, if it is true, <laughs> but man, um, uh, if it's not, this is great. He's got a fucking abundance of storylines when he comes back. He's just digging the fucking storyline hole that much deeper. Um, you know, but I mean, if it's not, he's digging his actual hole deeper and that's not good at all the storyline holds a good hole to dig man but the other one not so much and if it's not true or you know if if it's if it's if it's true and it's not a work this fucking guy man it's i mean at that point you know i mean you gotta look at your cards and say okay (laughs) you know it's it's it's, you can't at that point no if that is real you can't bring his ass back. I'm no. sorry. I love the guy. You can't bring him back. I do. I'm wearing his shirt. You're wearing his shirt. His flag's behind my head. I love CM Punk, bro. Love CM Punk. He's on my Mount Rushmore, uh, my personal Mount Rushmore. But, man, I mean, you got to look at the reality of the situation here, too. So Definitely, man. Definitely. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um uh jumping over to wwe for our last couple stories man before we get on to these mania predictions we have the return of the uh well per pw insider the original hell in a cell will return at wrestlemania 39 as i got a picture on the set for you guys here it's a very blurry picture man but this is the picture that was going around you can see the gray structure being assembled look at that man look at that amazing man absolutely amazing man uh we've been waiting for this and uh you know triple eight triple h knew what he had to do man he knew what he had to do so uh very cool very cool for him to uh very cool for him to do that man and i'm glad he's bringing it back definitely man definitely i like the sight of it and i like the fact that it's the good kid man it's the good sell you're going to see Vince out there with a bucket of paint. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Painted. All right, man. And as for our last story for the day, our last piece of news, we at, uh, we got a tweet here from uh, Belt Fan Dan. He says, since I'm being asked, I haven't heard anything about a new WWE belt. Early 2022, I heard the big gold was pitched as a replacement, plus Vince wanted a new unified belt for WrestleMania 40. I haven't heard anything in a long time, but could, but uh, I haven't heard anything in a very long time, but could be I'm out of the loop. WrestleVotes told Give Me Sport uh, that a new title had been created and is waiting to debut soon. There's a new belt, uh, they said, and I quote, there's a new belt. I don't know for sure if it's getting a new name. I don't know if it's one of the titles that's going away, but there's a new belt that WWE has made, uh, that WWE has made and the decision makers prove, uh, the decision makers have approved like if, 
Like, if they wanted to introduce it on TV tomorrow, they could. Those boxes are checked. And then with that, WrestleVotes is confirming that Give Me Sport... uh, WrestleVotes confirms in an interview with Give Me Sport that the decision for a remake of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship has already... uh, had already been approved by Triple H. I don't know why WrestleMania 40. It's very weird. I... It doesn't. It also doesn't make any sense if you want to do a draft, and I think that's what needs to happen. I think you need to do a draft, but um, yeah, uh, that wouldn't have made sense. But to be honest, that would apparently, you know, like I said, that was the plans of early 2022 when Vince was in charge. So I think Vince was going to do away with the draft, and then see that. you know, um, just have one world title. Yeah. He already, I mean, he gave both world titles to Roman. He, as much as he, as much as he could, uh, you know, Roman got himself that nice deal with limited dates, but as much as he could, he was going to try to put Roman on Raw. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, but it's been approved by Triple H, man, and it looks like it's in the works, and I could definitely, I think what Triple H is going to do, I think he's going to split the the titles, and and I uh, I think one of them, I think one, I think well I know which one it is the universal either that or they're going to merge the titles the WWE Universal Championship they're going to merge them just call them the WWE Championship and I think they're going to introduce a world heavyweight title whether that's big gold or something completely new I think that's what they'll do I think so I think so and I think the title is either going to be you know big gold you know the modern logo and shit you know I mean the whole spiel or a very big gold-based title. I think no matter what, we're going to get a title around that design language of big gold, whether it's just a literal modern version of that exact title or an inspiration off of it. I, I, I'm going to be down for either, man. Yeah, definitely, bro, definitely. Um, Yeah, I, I'm definitely very excited, man. This is why I've been excited for after Mania season, man. Is I feel like this is uh, the time we've all been waiting for with trips to see what uh, to see what what changes, what real changes he's gonna make, man. So that is the news on the um, that is the news on the new World Championship in WWE, and hopefully it's hopefully it's gonna be good, man. Hopefully it's gonna be good. But um, as for the news, that is it for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. And now, on to the WrestleMania predictions, man. Well, first of all, let's start off with this. WWE actually didn't keep us in the dark. They yeah. actually released a night order. They released which shows are going to be on each night. I love this. This is great. Let's flash the images on the screen for you guys right now. As you can see on your left-hand side, WrestleMania Night 1 or WrestleMania Saturday, we have Zesty Monster versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Emo Raiders in the WrestleMania Tag Team uh, Showcase match. Whatever the hell it's called. Um, Then after that... Uh, also on night one, we have uh, Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Pretty cool. If it wasn't bad enough that Seth Rollins has a match with Logan Paul, they put him on night one. 
Uh, but I, I see why they did it, you know. I mean, it is, low, it is a Logan Paul match. I mean, it sucks because it's a Seth Rollins match too, but they put him on night one. Um, Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul on this show, or on this night, rather, on night one. We also have Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. And John Cena, well, what we know is the open to night one. John Cena versus Austin Theory for the United States Championship, man. It's going to be sick. Moving over to night two, WrestleMania Sunday. We have Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda and Shayna Baszler versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green in the women's WrestleMania showcase match. Then we got Omo Mania the match. They just had to make me wait for it, man. God damn it. Uh, We got Brock Lesnar versus Omas. Omas. Um, Edge versus the Demon. Edge versus Finn Balor inside of Hell in a Cell. Oh, uh, we got Gunther versus Sheamus <laughs> versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka, and then the main event: Roman Reigns versus the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes for the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and that is the um, that is uh, the night order for the sh- uh, for each night, man. So with that, let's go ahead and uh, go down the line for the predictions, man. So the first match we're going to be predicting here is the tag team showcase match. Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits versus the Emo Raiders versus Zesty Monster. Who do you got, man? Really don't give a shit. But overall, I'm going to pick two. And Taylor going to explain Viking, not Viking, not Emo Raiders, not them. Um, Street Profits or Zesty Monster, man. I think most likely Street Profits because that's their like, go-to team at this point. So I'm going to just give it to the Street Profits. Uh, man, I'm going to go ahead and say... Hmm. I don't know, man. For mm. yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say Zest. I'm gonna. I'll probably give it to. Yeah, give me Zesty Monster or uh, the Street Profits, man. I yeah. I was gonna say the Emo Raiders, but okay. I was gonna say the Emo Raiders, just maybe to get some fucking steam behind them because their gimmick is dead and their act is dead. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think anybody cares enough to get some steam behind them. So I'm gonna go ahead and say either Zesty Monster or the Street Profits. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. And the next up, we got Booking Control, Damaged Goods versus Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus. What do you got, man? Uh, I don't really care. Uh, You know, it's going to be Becky's team. No one of those, obviously. We all know Loser Control is going to lose again. 
and the most shocking loss ever. And it, it's it's gonna be. Although I could see when Trish turns them losing the match because of the turn, but knowing WWE, I could see them winning and then she turns. So funny you mentioned that. That's actually gonna be my prediction. I'm gonna go ahead mm. and say damage control fucking wins something. Wow. Maybe. I could also see them losing and then splitting up in the draft. And honestly, I'm not gonna be too mad at that. But literally. Um I I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I want that to happen more. But honestly, to be hundred percent honest, man, I'm gonna go ahead and say I, I'm gonna go ahead and say Trish turns on on Bex. Uh, thus causing loser control to uh, actually win something, man. So I'm actually going to go ahead, shockingly, to my surprise as well, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Bally, EO, and Dakota Kai. Uh, I'm going to say damage control here, man. Nice, man. Nice. I respect it. All right, man. Next, we have Logan Paul, the Maverick. Versus, oh my god, they put Seth Rollins on the fucking screen. Wow. Yeah, I think his name is, I think I saw they they keep calling him just Seth Rollins now. That's bullshit, man. On the website. That's ridiculous. Here they are, shortening names again. Darn. Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Dude, (laughs) this... This match can only go one way, man. Uh, it has to be Rollins. It has to be Rollins. I think I think Logan is going to, you know, I, I think they're going to put on a banger, man. But obviously, obviously, this one goes for, uh, this. obviously, this one goes to, to Seth for me. Definitely, man. Definitely. I really, it, it fucking better be, it, it fucking better be, man. So, I'm going to give it to Seth because you, you can't go with Paul, man. You just can't. Definitely, yeah, no way. No way. Um, all right, man. We got Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We'll go ahead and say Rhea Ripley, man. There's only one, there's only one right answer here. I feel like, I feel like there's that, I feel like that with a lot of these matches, and I and I hope they they make the right call, but we'll just have to wait and see on that. Definitely, man. Definitely, they got they got an obvious choice here, man. And I hope they go with it, man. It better, it fucking better be Rhea Ripley. If Charlotte buries her again, there's a fucking serious problem. Um, Literally. All right, man. Next, we got for the United States Championship. Oh, I I have Rhea as well. Um, next up, man. Uh, for the United States Championship, we have Austin Theory. Uh, Austin Theory taking on John Cena. This looks to be the open to the show as well. See a lot of people wanting John Cena to win, man, but who do you got? Although, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest Theory guy. Uh, He's good, but, Mm -hmm. you know, not the biggest Theory guy. I still think he should win, man. I mean, you kind of got to give the guy a win, man, especially if you want to make something out of him in the future. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened. Just just because Cena's better doesn't mean he has to win. He's John Cena. He's nearing the end of his career. He could always get a win against some random person 
like as how they want to do over him versus Paul. Get an easy win over Paul. So I'm gonna go with theory actually. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't call you a complete goof for saying that. Uh, you know, you want John Cena to win. I, I could see where you're going well, with. I, I could see I, where people I, are going with that. Um, you know, you want him to come out the next night and do an open challenge and lose it then. But uh, and, and then I also get to. You know, you, you know, you people like, you know, Austin Theory's character to be built off failure. You know, I like it. I, I like that idea. But I think, you know, if you really do want to make something out of Austin Theory, I think it does speak more volumes. Um, I think it does speak more volumes to have Austin Theory. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Austin Theory pick up the victory, man. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Austin Theory, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. All right, man. Now we got Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio, man. Um, what's up? My son. <laughs> son. <laughs> Not going to hate you, son. And he just fucking clobbers him. Um, so. Uh, yeah, for this one, I feel like there's only one right answer to. I don't think Ray's gonna bury his kid. Um, no. Uh, that will be, be that will be some legendary booking, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and and you know I'm, I'm gonna give this one to Dominic, man. I think Dominic's definitely taking this. Definitely, man. Definitely, I think it's what Ray wants, what Dominic wants, and I think it's what they're gonna do, man. I think Dominic got the got the definitely got that win. Definitely, man. Definitely. So with that, with that, man. With that man, we got what should be and what it looks. It's looking rumored. It's looking to be the rumored main event to night one. The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, man. Look. This WrestleMania is the story of the bloodline. This is their story of uh, the the Empire falling. Kevin and Sammy absolutely are winning this match, and it is going to be a beautiful moment to end the show, people. To end Literally. the fucking night. I want to emphasize that. It better. It fucking better, man. It's going to be beautiful, man. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I definitely got the same prediction in there, man. Who doesn't? So let's go with those, man. I can't wait. Absolutely. Story is going to be amazing. I can't, dude, I cannot wait to see Roman in the back watching that fucking match. I can't wait to see his face. It's going to be a beautiful visual. That is going to be fucking amazing. Like Cody watching the TV when Sammy and and KO were hugging. Or the watching like he's like <laughs> <laughs> <Just> happy as fuck. <laughs> um, you know, man, I was I was really hoping. I was really, you know, you know. I'm glad you called me out on that, Logan. The real main event tonight one should have been Brock and Omas. That's not wrong at all, man. But here we are, moving on to night two. We got the highly anticipated women's showcase to showcase 
all these people that fucking currently suck in their booking. Um, not all of them suck, but, you know, that's why I emphasize the booking. Liv and Raquel, Natalia and Shotzi, Sonya and Chelsea, and Ronda and Shayna. Um, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely couldn't fucking tell you, man. I, I guess I'll I, go ahead and say Ronda and Shayna, maybe, I guess. I, I guess. I, I can also see really fucking other teams. I, I could see Sonya and Chelsea Green running it. Because, you know, they're, they're kind of building Chelsea up, I guess. I don't really know. I don't really care, to be honest. So, yeah, I don't really give a shit. I don't know why this is a thing. I, I don't know why they're putting the Battle Royals on a SmackDown and not on the pay-per-view. That, the Battle Royal, that's the, the Battle Royal is the easiest showcase. Hmm. Why are you not? Uh, I don't get it. Yeah, I uh, no idea, bro. I, I, I have no idea. It wasn't even a bad concept, too, man. Like the no. fucking Andre the Giant Battle Royal. They whatever. just didn't make it for anything. That was the only thing people complained about. You know, yeah, absolutely. If they added importance to it, it'd be pretty cool. Like, you know, you, know, you get a U.S. or I.C. title shot. And then for the women, you know, you could get a, uh, you know, you could, maybe you put tag teams in there. Or you have them get a shot at the women's tag. Who the fuck are the women's tag team champions? Oh, that's right. Um... Uh, you know, you could either, I mean, whether you want to do that, personally, I wouldn't. But, you know, for the women's, you know, you could have them, you know, challenge for a women's championship. Um, I don't know, man. That match, I genuinely do not give a flying fuck about, man. Um, uh, Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And next up, man, we have the highly anticipated Brock Lesnar versus Omos. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I genuinely, I hope this is a squash, bro. Um, I hope Brock squashes Omo. Um, uh, I want Brock to beat Omos, and, and I want Brock to beat Omos, and and I want um, I, I want him to beat Omos, and I want him to uh. I want him to beat Omos, and I want MVP to leave Omo, and I want I would like on the Raw after Mania the the Hurt business officially gets back together and they they take out Omos maybe. Um, I would like that man. I would like that a lot. But obviously it's gonna be Brock, dude. I I pray that it's Brock Lesnar. Um, I don't think I've ever said that in my life, but I, I pray to God it's Brock Lesnar that walks out victorious, man. And I actually can't wait to see what this match is going to be. Is it, is it going to be a squash? Are they going to run around for a couple minutes and do something? I don't know. And I'm kind of excited because it's going to be kind of bad. And I can't wait for it. Mm -hmm. Definitely, dude. Definitely. Um... Moving on here, we got the Hell in a Cell match. Edge versus the Demon, Finn Balor. This is going to be a good one, man. This is going to be a good one. Uh, Edge, Edge and Finn, Hell in a Cell match. Edge and Finn, Hell in a Cell match, bro. Their I Quit match was a banger. This uh, th this should be a banger as well, man. This should be a banger as well. I'm very excited to see 
uh, what these guys are able to do in the Hell in a Cell. And I'm going to go ahead and say the Demon. I'm going to go ahead and say, did I give a, oh yeah, I did give a prediction for Brock and Omos. Um, uh, yes, Edge. Uh, Edge and Finn. I uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, the Demon, man. I don't see I don't see Edge. I don't see Edge getting the privilege of, of beating the Demon under under Triple H. No, man. I don't think so. And I think it is gonna be Finn, man. Although I really don't care for Brood Edge. I, I really don't see the hype in in that. I think he looks like a fucking goof wearing those fucking glasses and shit. Yes. Um. I I hope he comes out to Metalingus and not that fucking lame-ass brood song but um i think it's gonna be fit man and i'm excited for this match that shit gonna be heat yeah man absolutely absolutely um with that man we got bianca belair versus oscar why do i have a feeling this is gonna be one of those matches that goes wrong um Because ain't no way they're having dude, how many people would that be losing their titles? That would probably be Gunter. Um that'll probably be Roman, obviously, winning two at once. The tag Fucking titles. The tag title. Woman's title. They're gonna because they're already keeping the US, I think, on theory, I think. And it only you know makes sense for them to do at least two. To kind of retain, and I think it's the the other one's gonna be Bianca Belair. I don't think Oscar's gonna get the win. Yeah, Ooh. man. Uh man, I want Oscar so very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I want Oscar bad, but man, I just got a feeling. I just got a feeling, man. man. I feel like they're gonna I feel like they're gonna go with Bianca Belair. But my final prediction, out of uh, out of out of hope. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and say Oscar, man. Same, man. I'm gonna hope that it's gonna be Oscar, man. And God, I hope on. I God, I hope we're right because I. Uh, I don't think we will be. Me too, man. Me too. All right, man. And then for the Intercontinental Championship, we have Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. I'm gonna go ahead and say. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, also, that's another reason, man. I just want this Bianca reign to be done with, man. It's done nothing but bore the fuck out of me. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, oh, Gunther and Sheamus and Drew. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I'm going to say Sheamus pins Drew McIntyre, prompting Drew McIntyre to turn heel. Respect the man. I hope so. That would be nice. And I'm gonna say, Gunther remains undefeated as Sheamus is the new Intercontinental Champion, man, and he finally gets that Grand Slam Championship. Oh yeah, man, definitely. And I think I think I have to agree with you on that, man. I think it's definitely gonna be Sheamus walking out, and Gunther ain't taking that off, man. And I, I, it's gonna be awesome, man. It's gonna be real awesome for everybody involved. Definitely. Definitely, bro. All right, man. And the big one. The one that everybody's excited for. The one that just makes all those nerves come out. Man. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes 
for the Undisputed Universal Championship. <sighs> Dude, if the Usos lose their titles, which I'm predicting they will, you need to finish the story with the Bloodline and have Roman drop his belts as well. You have to. You add, yeah. There's no fucking way. There's no way you have Roman Reigns. There's no way you have Roman Reigns keep these championships. If you ask me, my prediction goes to Cody Rhodes. And if it's not Cody Rhodes and we got to do whether it's a fucking year or whether it's a couple months. I don't want to do this title reign anymore, man. I I think you need to end it while end it now while it's good. Because my God, I'm with you, Bell. I, it is. 50, I'm so 50, 50 50. It's so fucking 50 50. I could 100 percent see either of these two winning, and that is horrible. Me too. That is a horrible thought. And logically, it has to be Cody. It has to be. But his company only ain't thinking with logic, man. So to me, it's 50 50. I'm going to give the hopeful, the goddamn hopeful prediction of Cody, man. It, dude, if it's not, it's over with, bro. Seriously, uh, it's not going to be good. Uh, it's it's not. That's ab- you. People want Roman's reign to end. In Saudi Arabia, are you a fucking moron, dude? This yeah. is this is this is WrestleMania, bro. This is where this is where moments like this need to happen. Cody needs to do the unthinkable and and beat Roman Reigns. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I did see that. I, he will be a thousand days on at King of the Ring. Please, dear God, no. Please, Please. for the love of fucking God, um, dude, uh. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm giving you a prediction off what I want to happen, you know, because my God, I, I'm genuinely split 50, 50. It's, it's going to be, it's going to, it's, it's going to be nail biting watching this fucking match, dude. It really is. It really fucking is, man. Especially for your TV sake. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> It might get super kicked. It might get triple super kicked, man. I don't know. But um, definitely, man. It's uh, Sadly, it is 50-50, but I'm going to give a hopeful prediction of Cody, man. It, it, it has to be, man. It has to be. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. And those are our predictions for WrestleMania, man. Um, Those are our predictions for WrestleMania. If you guys... If you guys are excited like we are, man, please, please catch us on here the next two days. We're going to be on a nice four-day stretch. Obviously, we got today, we got tomorrow, we got Sunday, and we got Monday, Raw After Mania, unscripted. Um, We got all that coming for you guys here on the channel, man. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome, and we are so excited to share another WrestleMania weekend with you guys. We are super excited, man, and with that... Uh, that's going to do it, man. That's going to do it. And I hope we see you guys here. I want to thank you guys 
Thank you guys for being here, man. Dur uh, Durante, The Fed, Bell, Logan, you got JT, all you guys, man, and everybody watching on the replay, and everybody watching on all platforms, man. We, we want to show you guys love, too. Um, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll be on here tomorrow to talk about this shit, and it is Mania Weekend, man, and it is exciting. It's finally here. Um, so... Yeah, man, that is gonna do it. Yes, we probably we probably will be. We probably will be for for King of the Ring as well. We'll see how the show shapes up. We'll see how the show shapes up. Um, um, but yeah, man, that is that is gonna do it for this edition of the Dinosaur Sales Podcast, man. This has been episode one fifty five of the show, and with that, man, with that, man, that is gonna do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys so very much, and it has been an always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys tomorrow night for the WrestleMania Night 1 official review. Peace. Stop fiction.